another episode of Those Three Dudes. I'm Dave. I'm John. And we're back again after a week off. Yeah, was it a good week off, guys? Yeah, it wasn't bad. I needed, I needed the rest. Yeah, it it does help out. I mean, yeah, and it's not like we pay any bills with this. At all. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Hopefully, hopefully, we do have a new sponsor, but um, until they get everything situated on their end, we can't talk about that yet. Did you see that picture that they posted? I did not. I did not because I can't. Um. Oh yeah, duh. I forgot about that. Dave is sus- Dave is suspended from Twitter for another two days and five hours. <laughs> uh, well, somebody uh, something got into their ducks. Oh no! Killed off all their ducks. Oh no! But they got the bastard. A little bobcat. Yep. Oh, that sucks. It got all of their ducks, too. Yep. They said at least, hopefully, they they were hoping that they could salvage the breast meat out of of all the ducks. Yep. They just lost their entire duck collection to a fucking bobcat. Yep. I bet bobcat would be good eating. Yeah. Come on, a Chinese restaurant can ta- can turn that into the best teriyaki chicken that you can find. <laughs> I'm sure it's hard. It's it's hard to get ducks right now, though. It's hard yeah. to get anything right now. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The the uh store that normally has ducks and chickens and everything, they haven't had anything for weeks. I mean, they have them, but it's they're hard to get because people are waiting out in line. At six o'clock in the morning to get in, Luke. I don't mean to alarm you, um, but there's a murderer behind you. <laughs> I see you're stalking me. <laughs> Pretty positive it's planning to kill you as we speak. <laughs> no, no, that one's mine. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, the people are waiting in line at six six thirty hours before this place. These places open up, and they're um, they're buying the entirety of the fucking stock. Of pullets, only oh, pullets. Yeah. You can still go in and get straight run, but you got a 50 50 shot of it being a, a rooster or a hen. Oh, they but, this one has they must be buying out everything as soon as it comes in. Yeah, I mean, they they have everything set up for it, so I'm assuming that they're getting shipments in. It's just by the time I because usually when I get there, it would it's usually in the evening after work. And I mean, I'm not going in there looking for it, but I have to walk past all of them to get to the dog food and right and stuff. And it, they all they have all the heat lamps shut off and everything by that point. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's just it's it's hard right now. Yeah, I mean, I will say that maybe there's a little bit of a relief coming because egg prices are dropping again. Yeah. Um, For now. Yeah. Because I'm getting 18 eggs now for a little over $4 again. So that's not too bad. Yeah. You still can't beat what I'm selling them for. So, yeah. Well, and the ones that I'm getting are 
are, you know, factory produced and yeah, probably full of estrogen and everything else. So. Yeah, I think you're going to start seeing um, pretty soon here a difference in uh, egg prices overall and availability. Um, they're still you should you still shouldn't be paying any more than three dollars a fucking dozen. Yeah. Um, but you can still it, there's still going to be a difference in how much. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to get Twitch to work on my phone here. Oh, it's all good. Um, so that way I can interact with the. Uh, I I see. Dad. I see. I see. Schmitty is on his way to Twitch. Perfect. Um, I think in in a month or so you'll start seeing more availability in chickens. I think everybody right now is just kind of like they're panic buying because they're all or they're thinking at this point they can get ahead of the game and they can make you know a shit ton of money off of the off of of off of chickens. Um, and the only thing they're doing is flooding the market with backyard eggs. That well, I mean, to be honest with you. Are better uh, than are better they, than they are. you can buy in the store. They are, but eight nine months ago, before the egg shortage and the egg prices happened, you had people who couldn't sell their backyard eggs. They were yeah. they fucking roadside stands. Yep. So these people are going to get stuck with these chickens that they don't know how to take care of that they 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 don't necessarily want. Yep. They just thought that a it was either going to alleviate the cost of. Um, uh, eggs at the grocery store, or B, they were going to be able to make a fortune off it. Um, and that's not, it's not as much money as you think it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people think, oh, I'll, I'll go sell my eggs for $6, $6 a dozen. I'm still a little bit cheaper than I am at the store, but people are, they're going to go for convenience. Anyways, like, unless you're like me and you're selling for $3 a dozen, yeah. you're not going to, you're not going to get them away from, from buying them at the store, so stop buying all the goddamn chickens, so those of us that actually want them can get them. Honestly, I think you I already raise, have mine. I, so I think you should raise your price. I should, but I'm not right now. I'm, I'm I sell them to friends, yeah. you know, I, I friends and family. I'm not trying to make money off them. It covers my feed cost. Yeah, a month, and that's all I care about. I'm not paying anything for feed. Yeah, except for I netted a um. I netted a, a $17 loss on chicken eggs this week. $17 loss on chicken eggs? Why is that? Uh, because I sold them to a customer of mine and then proceeded to buy $20 worth of uh, Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> so I netted, a, I netted a $17 loss. Those things are evil. Those things are like crack. Yeah, they are. She came in. She's like, I've got boxes of them. I need to get rid of them. I was like, yeah, I'll buy I'll buy a dozen from you. And uh, never, ever look at the nutritional facts on those. Damn no, eggs. God, oh. no. <laughs> what? I'm only supposed to eat half a Samoa a day. <laughs> They've got these new ones. I haven't tried them yet. Um, I'm, I'm excited about it. They're um, called Adventurefuls. God. And they're like fudge brownies with caramel in the middle of them. Um, and the lady's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna change your life and do you a huge favor. Put them in the microwave for like ten seconds, and they get like all soft and and fucking chewy and mushy." I'm like, "Dude, this isn't good." 
<laughs> but yeah, that's the story of how I netted a, a negative $17 profit on chicken eggs. Next week, next week, everybody, Dave won't be here because he will be in the hospital having his legs amputated for diabetes. <laughs> no, I, I don't even think I've opened. I don't even think I've opened them. I think they're still in the closet behind. Like me. I said, next week <laughs> after he finally opens up a pack of them. I'm not I'm not big on those, man. Like everybody like unpopular opinion, Girl Scout cookies aren't that good. Yeah, I mean honestly, I'd rather have my wife's cookies, which she's yeah, making I mean, some right now for me because I'm spoiled. So the only thing you can't y'all. the only thing you can't buy at the grocery store is fucking thin mints. And up there by you guys, you can go into Meyer. Well, by you, Luke, you can go into Meyer and you can buy the Girl Scout cookie licensed Thin Mint fucking cupcakes. Yeah. And they're better than the Thin Mints anyways. <laughs> like Thin Mints are the only thing you can't buy. Yep. You can buy a generic store brand version of anything else. Yep. Hell, you can buy the the name brand that the Girl Scouts stole <laughs> are technically making the generic version yeah all right granted like I, I i appreciate being able to help somebody out and you know give some money to a good organization but uh i just don't understand the hype behind the girl scout cookies well and then the price of them. what are they like yeah. what are they like ten dollars a box now or something five bucks oh okay they haven't gone up that much then. okay yeah, uh, it's still it's, five dollars a box, and then you get. I mean, thin mints you get an okay amount, but like the Samoas, you get like fifteen cookies in it or something like that. They do have one that you can only get online now. It's like a thin mint, but it's raspberry. Oh god! But it's online order only, and I contemplated buying one, but I'm not. I'm not buying a box of cookies online just because they might be good. I threw up in my mouth a little bit. You don't like raspberry? No. Not in in cookie form. I like raspberries. I try it. I mean, I like fresh raspberries, but... Tractor Supply right now, it's got raspberry trees on sale. Not here yet. Not there yet? Yeah, down here they've got them. Raspberry bushes and grapevines. Remember, you're, you're in a new... Uh, USDA zone. That's right. I get so, everything before you. <laughs> it's still not. It's still not even. Uh, it's still not even guaranteed that you guys aren't going to get another freeze in the next month. Hell, last night some parts of the state got twelve inches of snow. Yeah, yeah, but those parts you're, of the state may as well be Canada. No, no, no. You're old neck of the woods. Did it really? You got twelve inches of snow last night. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, get. Get fucked. It was 65 <laughs> degrees today. Because my sister lost power again down there. I heard time. my friends were sending me pictures and snaps last week about it. And I was I, all I did was send, send them a picture of outside or me driving with my sunroof open and my windows down <laughs> because it was 80 degrees last week. So <laughs> fuck all of you. <laughs> my sister lost power for like four days. They finally get it back. And then last night, uh, the snow took out the power again so uh, uh schmitty said we still have freezes in zone seven i think we are zone seven are you zone seven yeah you, 
he he I should thought be, you were like six, but I mean I I guess seven would be he should be pretty close to seven. Let me FDA. I thought you were like six or six. I thought you were one of the sixes. Let's see here. I got the, the map pulled up right now. I, I figure Schmitty might might be zone seven just because he's closer to the water. And yeah, so you are six. No, I'm five. You're not five. Yeah, my my part of Michigan is five. I'm looking at the map right now. There ain't no fucking way you're five. Unless they changed it just recently. I mean, five looks like it skirts around Lansing and pretty much starts around Clare, north of Bay City for the most part, with the exception of the one little peninsula that scoots down a little bit towards like Muskegon. I'm north of Lansing, so. Oh, that's right. You are. <laughs> uh, Schmitty, lower PA, depending on how low in Pennsylvania you are, you could be on the border of six to seven. Schmitty's in PA? I thought he was over by the... Northern Delaware, lower Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. I guess I didn't realize that uh, Pennsylvania and went that far. I am technically zone eight. Are you? Wow. Yeah. Yep, I'm technically zone eight. Get out there and start growing. Yep. Well, we already got, um, so we got our root vegetables. We just got to get them put put in the ground. Um, but we got our onions, we got our potatoes, we got our carrots and all of that. Um, we got to get our raised flower bed and all of our dirt. Because we do have a bunch of just clay right now around us, which some of it could be probably fabricated into decent, uh, decent growing soil. Yeah. Um, but I really need to get a raised flower bed and probably a truckload of topsoil. Yeah. I mean, we're we're building, we're building, trying to build topsoil. Our our ground is is a lot of clay. Yeah. Um. So we're we're trying to build topsoil with uh, compost. And... But I mean, honestly, the most the, the things we use the most of are like garlic and onions and potatoes. Yeah, yeah, we all um, get potatoes started for the year right now. Yeah, we already got we got carrots and stuff to plant, and we just got to get around to getting it in. Probably the, the hard thing is though, like the weather down here this year has been so up and down. Same here. Like, I don't want to put the stuff in the ground, and then with my luck, it's going to drop to 30 degrees at night, and the ground's going to freeze. Yeah. I'm going to lose everything that I just planted. I'd rather wait until mid-March, mid to late March. Well, yesterday... Which is so warm. It's so warm, so so long down here. Like, I could get a late start on my shit and still get a turnaround in October. It doesn't really matter. Two days ago, we were in the 40s. Yesterday, we got... Anywhere from two to twelve inches of snow, depending on where you were in the lower peninsula, and then today it was forty-five degrees. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean the potatoes and stuff are fine because I got those uh, insulated bags. Yeah, so I'm not too worried about those, but it's getting everything else in the ground that I'm concerned with. Yeah. So, how about we talk a little bit about some of the? I don't have much as far as news. Uh, over the past week, I guess we didn't cover anything in the past two weeks since we weren't here, but there is this lovely thing that I will share. 
uh, our favorite uh, dictator. The U.S. will have to send their sons and daughters exactly the same way as we are sending their sons and daughters to war, and they will have to fight because it's uh, nature that we're talking about, and they will be dying, God forbid, because it's a horrible thing. The U. So, for those of you that didn't see the video because you're listening to the audio version, that was a. Uh, Zelensky right there with English dub over. Uh, he was at doing some kind of press conference or whatever, and he's saying that, uh, well, you heard what he said. Along with, in that video, I believe he also is bad-mouthing any American that does not support sending more money to him as well. <laughs> so, screw him. Because <laughs> He he's, after after what came out um yes yesterday or day before yesterday he's probably not going to want any more americans over there anyways after the u.s uh, army veteran volunteered to go to ukraine made the ukrainians believe that he really wanted to be there to help him uh gathered as much intel on troop movements and what they had <laughs> um where it was coming from as he could and defected to russia i haven't watched the whole video yet but yeah, uh, <laughs> well, and he has intel on uh, war crimes that yep that yeah. Ukraine's been committing. Yep, yep. yep. Between between shooting prisoners, uh, surrendering prisoners, and and then uh, perp- I mean, he also said stuff that it's like, well, duh, we already knew they were doing that. Where the bird. Where they would, where they would, the Ukrainians would station their military in buildings underneath floors of civilians. So if they got bombed in the night, news crews could highlight the, yeah, or two, or storing troops in a house between houses full of civilians and stuff. Yep. And, and I'm not going to go out there and say that. we all know that I am not anti-war crime. All right. I believe that in order to win a conflict, war crimes are necessary. What is considered there are no there are no rules in war. All right. War is exactly what it is. You're sending two groups of children essentially to fight each other for whatever fucking belief that the people in charge have. All right. It's it's dirty, it's horrifying. You, it's it's not fair, as Schmitty just said in the chat. War is not fair, and it never should be. And you're, he's right; it never will be. But I do believe that surrendering troops should be treated with a an amount of dignity and an amount and an amount of respect. All right, they are the same as I was, and that Schmitty is, and that you are. They're, they are pawns in a political in a, in a political chess match. Yep. Um, and to see, and I watched the video. I've watched multiple videos to see the videos of Ukrainian soldiers shooting um, r- surrendered Russian soldiers in the knees. Yep. And then listening to them beg for their lives for 10 minutes and then going around and executing them one by one. That's some shit that 
the Taliban was better than that. Yep. The Taliban was better than that. Yep. And the Taliban was fucking terrible. Yep. I mean, well, but you're looking at Nazis. Yeah, yeah. I, well, dude, I mean, even at that point, like, Christ, yeah, the, the Nazis put them in, in camps and did terrible, atrocious, horrible things to people. But I still feel like they weren't that sadistic when it came to surrendering. Um, I, I I don't know. There's really hard to word this in a way that doesn't make me sound pro-Nazi, and I'm not at all. Um, and maybe it's just because it wasn't televised, like everything is now, that you couldn't see exactly how bad it was until afterwards. Um, and the same, I guess, with the Gulf War and... Um, the second Gulf War, it wasn't televised like this war is. So, I mean, these things probably did happen and we just didn't see it. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's, it's hard to fathom that, uh, a human being can do that to another human being. I mean, and, and we're not saying that the U S hasn't. Oh, we have a we have a long list of war crimes. I mean, firebombing German citizens and firebombing Japanese citizens and dropping uh, napalm and napalm in Vietnam and um, exterminating entire villages um, in Da Nang and uh, what was the other one? Um, Was the other really big one? Um, I I don't remember. And then even going into. you know, Iraq and Afghanistan and Syria uh, with the drone strikes during the Obama administration and all of the civilians that were killed then. And I mean, the U.S. is not is is not clean in any way. Shape. There isn't a country on the planet with the exception of maybe the, the small war between the Netherlands and uh, Canada. <laughs> over that island that is probably the only clean fucking war that there is um but it's just it's just hard to fathom that people um the people who are supposed that, that are backing ukraine right now are supposed to be the peace and love generation and supposed to be these people that believe that everybody is a human being and should be treated with kindness and respect and here they are cheering a country that is just probably um, one of the most brutal, uh, under the most brutal people that have uh, has ever existed, in my opinion. Well, did you see the videos also of the Ukrainian troops like going around inside the Ukraine and snatching up like uh, ethnic Russians? Mm-hmm. And just publicly humiliating them. Like yeah, they're taping, taping them to taping fake. them to um, taping them to uh, street signs and painting their faces black and ripping their I mean, clothes off. And, I mean, they're one they're one step away from rounding them up at night and sending them off to work oh yeah. camps. Oh yeah, and the U.S. is right there along with them, cheering them on. Yeah. I mean. I can't believe how many people think that this is something new. And it's like, no, this has been going on for almost nine years. Yeah. And I mean, I get, and 
we we are probably one of the biggest contributors to the damn civil war because we're the ones that went in and yep. caused the coup that put yep. Zelensky into power. Yeah. And like I get the argument like, oh, they were they're they're protecting their homeland. Like that was okay to an extent. That was okay to, you know, drop Molotovs out of out of apartment buildings onto tanks. Like I hell, somebody if somebody invaded here, I'd be doing the exact same thing. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna do whatever I have to do to survive. I'm gonna have to do whatever I have to do to ensure that my family survives and I'm gonna do what I have to do to drive the invading force out of here. Um, but there's a line to that, like, yeah, doing what you have to do to fight and defend for yourself is one thing, but going around and rounding up and humiliating and, and ethnic, um, ethnic Russians. And it's just, it's called genocide. It is a genocide. I mean, it's at the point, if I'm not mistaken, is it, uh, Bel- um, Belarus isn't even sending troops anymore. Uh, I'm not entirely sure. Chechen or the Chechens aren't sending anybody anymore. Yeah, I, I've heard that there's there's a few there's a few countries that have already said that they're no longer going to. Yeah, and and I think uh, Belarus and Chechnya, which were two of the biggest supporters at the beginning of this, have said no, we're done. Yeah. yeah. Well, both of them are are previous Soviet bloc countries. Yeah. Um. And and. Christ, we sent thirty-one Abrams tanks over. Yep. We're gonna add that to the. We're gonna add that to the Abrams tanks that Russia's gonna buy from the Taliban anyway. So yep. it's gonna be the first time we get to see American tanks versus American tanks. Yep. Uh, yeah. It's. Uh, and no, Schmidt, it wasn't a war. It wasn't considered a war crime at the time. Uh, Schmidt said in the chat, he said napalm at the time wasn't considered a war crime yet, was it? And no, it wasn't. It wasn't until after uh, after Vietnam when I saw the ab- absolute devastation that it pulled the the Geneva Convention. I was like, "Yeah, we're probably not going to do that." <laughs> yeah. No, it's. I'm ready to be done with with the Ukraine, and of course, I was never ready to go into the Ukraine. And I think it- I don't support it, but then again, I'm also very anti-war. Yeah. Uh, let me rephrase it. I'm in. I'm very anti um, U.S. taxpayer money. Yeah, going to fund a war. Going to start World War Three. Yeah, you know, I was I was okay with um with Afghanistan at the beginning. I absolutely was because at that point we had gotten at we had gotten a, uh, a black eye, regardless of who was behind it or whatever. We had gotten a black eye. We had. Uh, the worst thing had happened in the United States since fucking Pearl Harbor, and you know we wanted our fucking blood, and we went and got it. Yeah. But even that came to a point where we were like, okay, enough is enough. Yeah. We're dumping and, all and- of this money into the war, and we're not seeing any results. We're not seeing any benefit out of this. The only thing I'm seeing is my friends die, and these kids that are fucking not even born when this shit happens, still dying for this shit. And the older I get, the more anti-war I am. And by, by the way, all you gun grabbers out there that say, including Biden that say, uh, what are you Americans going to do against tyranny when we have 
the same the same thing the Afghans did and the same thing the Iraqis did and the same thing the Vietnamese did and the same yep. thing that the Somalians did and and you're gonna get your ass whooped. You showed time and time again that you are ineffective against guerrilla fighters. All right, we're not afraid. <laughs> uh, Anyways, that's enough deep shit for now. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, this other one that I was gonna. So the the world population is in absolute decline. Um, yeah, I heard Japan offered um, fuck visas. <laughs> yep. Uh, I was trying to pull up that article. Uh, you get a visa. Japan birth rates fall as as low as population. Yeah, to record low. Pretty much what it says is last year, more people died in Japan than were born. Um, the actual numbers. So in 2022, Japan experienced just under 800,000 uh, births. Uh, but their death, uh, let's see, their death toll for last year was 1.5. Point five eight million. That's because Buddha's punishing all of them for being dirty squid fuckers, um, and he's reincarnating them into something fucking like a housefly or some shit, so they're not coming back as people. It's, it's hentai's fault. It's all hentai's fault. <laughs> but so this isn't just Japan. No, it's everywhere. Uh. China, I, I I don't know if you guys remember, well, John probably remembers it. China always used to have the one child rule. Yep, and they've upped it to, they've upped it now. I heard that it is in full suspension now. They are, yeah. not, they are not even limiting how many kids you have anymore over the yep. Their birth rate is falling so far. It's plummeting. Um, India's uh, birth rate is falling. The United States birth rate is falling. All of Europe's birth rates are falling. It's because nobody can afford to have children right now. Eggs are nine dollars a carton. You can't <laughs> afford to have kids. But yeah, yeah. So, anyways, um, you can apparently allegedly. Haven't researched it enough because it doesn't interest me in any way, shape, or form. But apparently, if this is your thing, you can get a fuck visa to go to Japan. Like, I think the term is like birth rate visa or breeding visa or something like that. But basically, you can just go impregnate a Japanese chick and fly home with no strings attached. We should. Is that where Alec is right now, I wonder? <laughs> I haven't heard from him a little bit, so he did say he was going to be gone for a smidge. I don't know. He could be. <laughs> he's doing his He's doing his duty. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's doing his duty as a citizen of this planet yes. to, ensure our, our, to ensure our successful future. Yes. Or at, least or at least Japan's successful future. <laughs> 
It'd be a little half Japanese, half half Canadian kid running around going Konnichiwa, eh? <laughs> It's like that episode at King of the Hill, um, where they found out that uh, Cotton had a um, a baby with a Japanese lady during the war, oh, yeah. and it was just a Japanese version of Hank Hill. <laughs> I'm gonna have to dig out that episode. Just... <laughs> That's one of my favorites, man. That's the one where uh, uh, they fly. Uh, um cotton to japan because it was supposed to be this big like reunion with his wife and his kid and it turns out he just wanted to spit in the son of the emperor's face (laughs) oh so so anyways um john what do you have for us tonight okay um hang on where the hell am i (laughs) <laughs> sort of threw you on the spot here real quick yes okay I'm going to be talking about the Ford Falcon GT HO Phase 3 Ooh. it was a 1970s Australian muscle car there was, I think, was type of a limited edition because at the moment, I think there's only about a hundred or so original left, and one went up for sale in auction, and I, if I can remember reading correctly, it went for about a million dollars. So they are exclusive. It had a 351 Cleveland V8 engine developed between 350 and 380 horsepower, making it one of the most potent cars of the era. Four-speed top loader, and it only came in in a manual. There was no automatics made. There are a lot of... um, replicas out there that are autos and if someone says it's original and it's got an auto it's not original i've seen a few replicas and they're nice um a little bit of wikipedia naught to 60 miles an hour 6.4 second naught to 100 14.6, 14.6, quarter mile, 14.4, top speed, 155 miles an hour. And this was all before anti-lock brakes, seatbelts, crumple zones, and things like that. It is a very, very nice car. Okay. Um, you said it's the XBGT? No, GTHO. Okay. Phase three. Yeah. Okay, hopefully I'm not going to freeze Dave. No, I think you guys are fine. I just can't do it. Okay. This is it here. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, there it's nice. And if you notice, no headrests or anything. The seat came below the shoulder blades. So you can imagine hitting 155 in a seat like that. <laughs> and look at the size of the tires. Yeah. <laughs> this day and age, that'd be about, you know, what, two foot wide? Um, and there's another one from the side on. They are so nice. Okay. Now that came if I, that came with either the uh, three fifty one Cleveland or the three fifty one Windsor. Yeah, um, there were two possible motors for that thing, but um, to three hundred three hundred horsepower at fifty four hundred RPM, uh, three hundred eighty foot pounds of torque at thirty four hundred RPMs with a compression ratio of eleven to one. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ! That's a hell of a car right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was it? 600 uh, cubic foot uh, or 600 uh, CFM carburetor, single point distributor, manual gearbox. Um, let's see. This was a push rod and rocker uh, overhead valve with solid lifters. Yep. So, John, uh, when are you getting yours? I wish. <laughs> What's the going rate on these? Now, the rear ends were Hotchkiss rear ends. You said, you said one went for auction for, what, a million dollars? If I can remember correctly, yes. I'm looking that up right now. Same here. 1.2 million was the one of one Ford Falcon XY GTHO page three. Yep. And that was in 2022. Uh, 1.15 million for a blue one. 1.1 million Australian uh, for a green one. My God. And just think, there's probably one of these rusting out in a barn in Sydney someplace. I hope not. <laughs> That'd cost, That's a... It would cost a, a lot to restore, oh, but yeah. you'd get it back easy yeah that's um well i mean i don't even know if you could you could probably find engine parts for it pretty quick i mean because they put the 351 cleveland and the and the windsor and i don't know like eight or ten ford models across the board yeah yeah um so parts for the motor are probably pretty easy to find but i imagine the trans parts might be a little difficult and body panels are going to be impossible yeah yeah you're gonna have to find no. somebody to custom fabricate them no i think you can still get the panels because that was also a normal Ford Falcon. They well, just added everything onto it. Maybe. If I remember correctly. Maybe. I mean, they're all going to be aftermarket panels. Yeah. Um, you probably get, if they're, if they're swappable from the standard Ford Falcon over to the, um, the Phase 3, you could probably actually find them at Desert Valley Auto um, in Arizona, which is where I was getting the parts for the '67 Apollo that I had. Because uh, they're just it's a it's just a graveyard of classic cars out in the middle of the desert in Arizona. That's I mean, he's got nine thousand cars sitting out there in the desert, and <laughs> um, they're all untouched by salt. 
Um, this dry climate. I mean, the paint's all fucked from uh, windstorms and shit in the sand, but yeah. No, it's a nice car. And honestly, John, until you brought it up, I completely forgot that that thing even existed. Yeah. So John, John needs to use some of his hard-earned cigar money. Buy one of those. And <laughs> come, come visit all of us. Each one of us. I'm just going to take a trip to Australia and start breaking into abandoned barns until I find one. Because <laughs> apparently it came in a plum crazy purple color. And I would absolutely love to have that. <laughs> I'm looking at gumtree.com or uh, um, Australia. Yeah, 1.1 million in Rush Cutters Bay. NSW. I don't know what NSW is. Just take New a sem- just, just New take South a sem- Wales. Semi auto yeah. with you. Take a semi auto with you. You'll have everybody out gone. <laughs> <laughs> build my own armor. Yep. <laughs> You're like, shit, he's back. Just don't tell anybody. <laughs> speaking, speaking of building your own armor, I I, I just saw something uh, Spike Cohen uh, shared. There is a bar and grill, like uh, family owned for like 20 years, uh, right next to um, uh, the Alamo uh, in Texas. And uh, they are was the San Antonio is uh, trying to take it by eminent domain mm-hmm. because they, the owner doesn't want to sell it at all. And they're trying to like redo that whole area or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> In the comments on it, there was a lot of uh kill dozer <laughs> memes and uh, videos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <gift> files. <laughs> yep. Oh God, that's fantastic! Oh, you mean Spike Cohen or Spike Cohen, um, number five on the hottest libertarian list of twenty twenty three? Sure, I don't know. I don't pay attention to libertarian. He 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 landed number five on the hottest libertarian list of twenty twenty three. Uh, who got number one? Uh, that uh, no, she was like number ten. Oh, the Fed. <laughs> The Fed, yes. The Fed, uh, Miss Kalina George. Yeah, no, she uh, she was number ten. <laughs> God, she's she's got to be a Fed dude. There's no way. She went from zero followers to like fucking a hundred thousand overnight. That's what yoga pants do, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I, I do. Maybe I, we hey. We each have to get a pair of yoga pants. No. Man, the current the, the current libertarian, like, what am I going to call it? Party, not party, but presence is so fucked. Oh, it is. You're, you're better off just being an anarchy or being an anarchy. <laughs> being an anarchist. Anarchy, anarchy. I don't know what it means, but I love it. <laughs> um, because like that dude, there, there's so much infighting right now, especially with the ones that are on Twitter. Like I just sit back and laugh and watch it. And um, what is it? Uh, wait, 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 wait. Did you say now? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, I'm just now active on Twitter, but um, like it's it's absolutely fucking insane. Because you got the redhead libertarian who I actually really I do enjoy listening to her her podcast and her um 
Because she talks a lot about like untouched, like revolutionary war history and things like that that people don't really talk about. Uh, she's really good friends with Clint. Um, God, what's his last name? I can't think of his last name. Uh, but he's got the Liberty Lockdown podcast and he does a lot with the Tower Gang and their podcast and things like that. Um, and she has managed to alienate all of them because they called her out on some shit that she had said. And she started this like campaign to essentially like dog all of them, started taking out of context um, clips from the podcast with Clint um, and Liberty or uh, his Liberty Lockdown podcast and started spreading them all over Twitter saying how he was sexist and things like this. And um, she didn't even clip the part where like it was a joke. And then he went on to say, but in all seriousness, and like, dude, it's an absolute, and, like the whole thing of, people right now just like building up oh i got banned by such and such and such and such block or so and so blocked me and i'm like come on dude this is absolutely fucking ridiculous it's counterproductive in the first place we're never going to get anywhere if you keep acting like children ah. speaking of that how about the how uh big it's uh turning into that uh you know that the American empire is in the toilet and is about to be extinguished. We knew that. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying that for a few years now, most yeah. empires only last 200, 250 years. Yep. And we've hit, we've hit our max. And, yep. Um, <clears throat> we sure now, as hell have. Yeah. And, you know, I wanted to just talk about, I don't really have much as far as the segment tonight and stuff. So I just wanted to talk about the fact that uh, be prepared for what is coming down the pipe. And, I mean, it's stuff's coming. And I mean, is America going to disappear off of the face of the earth? And the answer is no, probably not. Will it be the same America that was 50 years ago? No, not even. And I do want to preface this by saying, and I'm sure Luke agrees with this too. Like, we're in no way saying to be prepared or be prepared for a dystopian future yeah. where you're going to have to ride your horse to the to raid whatever supermarket <laughs> might have food left. No, no, not that's not. At all. <laughs> that's not at all what he's saying. And we're not uh, we're not on track to be a third world country where our our we're you know we're we're starving to death and. It's it's gonna get, it's gonna get the the world is a scary place and it's gonna get worse. It it is, but and, and for the most part, the American people over the last probably sixty sixty to eighty years has sort of been in a vacuum compared to the rest of the world, and doesn't really fully grasp how the rest of the world is and what is coming is it going to look like you know the soviet collapse probably it might get close but and 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 in the end there might not be 50 states left in the u.s i mean there may be you may be looking at regional areas that are their own thing but is it going to be like, you know, Mad Max? Uh, 
road warrior, no. the road. No, you're or, you're or any or anything that's that is in most of the prepper porn novels and stuff. And no. You're you're likely to see it kind of revert back to what the United States was supposed to be in the first place. Yeah. It wasn't supposed to be 50 states that were all under one centralized government. It was supposed to be each state was its own government that worked in unison with all the other states. Yeah. And that's most likely what you're going to see is start to revert back to. And it's going to be it might it might revert back to these United States of America. Yeah, not the United States, these United States. Yeah. Where you're going to see a, you, you you're going to see a difference in there's not going to be a federal tax across the board. Everything is going to be determined by region where you're going to have the the lowland region that imposes a 17% sales tax where the Appalachian region may impose a 6% and the Great Lakes region may may impose an 8% tax. And and we're not saying that we know that this is going to happen. We know that something is going to happen and none of us can predict what this is actually going to look like in the end. We just we can tell you that it's 99% sure that you're not going to read about this in a prepper porn novel about what happens, no. what happens and stuff. But it's not going to be it's not going to be pretty and it's 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 not going to be the same United States that it was that we have been. Not unless somebody pulls their head out of their ass and makes a change I, right now. You can't even do it. It's we're past that. I mean, the dollar is the dollar is tanking. The world reserve currency is switching. I mean, it's we're if you look at everything that's happening right now and compare it in history to other empires that have fallen, everything that is happening right now has happened to most every other empire on its way to full on dissolve it mm-hmm. and but look at all these other empires for the most part no empire has just fully disappeared off of the map after no. i mean the soviet union the soviet union became russia proper and you had a lot of a lot of the soviet states separate and do their own thing and become new countries over time uh the great britain the united kingdom the english british empire when that when that started to go you started to see countries colonies break away and become their own countries like india australia uh canada i mean that was a long drawn out you know empire 73 individual day <laughs> independence days right there baby <laughs> i mean for the most part great britain sort of just let it happen i mean they i'm i don't think other than us i'm trying to think of what other british colony fought their way well Ireland. <laughs> Ireland. Yeah. And they're still fighting. Yeah, they're still fighting there. Did um, you hear, speaking of England, did you hear that there is a call from um, some African countries 
uh, for England to recolonize portions of Africa due to the infighting. Oh, I'm sure. Sure. Well, well, because because when they were under when they were under English rule, they had rule, and they had yeah, they were they had funding and they had food and medicine and everything because the Brits took care of them. Yeah, and they wanted independence, so the British gave it to them, and now <laughs> these countries are calling to be recolonized by by England. You're like, please God, like stop this. But I mean, even when you look at like the Roman collapse and stuff. I mean, a lot of people don't even think about the fact that there were technically two Roman empires, and when Roman, the when Rome proper collapsed, the Byzantine Empire, which was like the Eastern Roman Empire, lasted yeah. for another thousand years after that. Well, yeah, and people don't people don't really realize either, like exactly how expansive the Roman Empire was. I mean, yeah. the Romans had made it all through Europe, up into England, up into Ireland, up into Scotland, yep. um, into France, um, portions of Africa, uh, India, the Middle East, up into yep. Russia. Like, the Roman Empire was huge. Was huge. Yep. Yep. And, I mean... I mean, it, that was still a time when nobody knew that, you know, that there were continents in the West. Yeah. Um, I'm sure if they would have known there were continents in the West, it's an eight day sail from from England uh, or uh, England to the United States. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they would have <laughs> we, we we would have Roman, you know, aqueducts oh, here somewhere. or that. And, and I mean, we may not even they could have been here. We may not even know. That's true. I mean, we're still finding Viking Viking burial sites and, and Viking villages throughout Canada and the United States. I mean. The Roman Empire would have been before that. Yep. So it's possible that someplace under all of this dirt <laughs> is is something Roman hidden someplace. It could have been this far out. Yep. But, and they yeah. got pushed back into they got pushed back onto one tiny little island. But the key is don't lose your head. And just just prepare. Basic preparedness. Um, I find it funny that FEMA is once again really pushing uh, preparedness to the point where they're using like the uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife uh, like advertisements. Yeah, with with FEMA messages and stuff on billboards <laughs> right now. But uh, yep. I mean, just just have have some stuff. Put away um, as much as you can, and like I said, like I've said many times, don't sit there and you know go buy. Don't panic buy. Yeah, don't don't panic buy. Use your head. There's still time. And and even even when it does, even when things do start to, when the ball starts to roll, things go into things start going into motion. You're still gonna have your basic necessities. The ball started to roll already. It's just, it's not like it's going to happen overnight. It's not like tomorrow you're going to wake up or even probably next year that you wake up. and It's going to be subtle changes until until a region decides that they're no longer willing to abide by federal rule. And that's when you're going to start to notice it, when you're, you're going to start to notice entire sections of states 
breaking away. That are, that are going to secede and say that we are now our own portion of these United States of America. We're still part of the, we're still part of the U.S., but we no longer abide by your federal law and your federal rule. Or they'll just break away. Texas could just break away itself. They could. They have their own power grid. They have their own military. They have their own everything. They could be just fine, and the people of Texas they, would never know any different. They have the ninth largest standing military in the world. Yep. The Texas National Guard. So. Yep. Um, and you'll start to see like states like North Carolina, South Carolina, probably parts of Tennessee, anything along the Appalachian right. Range. Well, right now, I, I didn't know this, but uh, Western not west eastern uh washington is supposed to be part of iowa yeah or not iowa, <laughs> idaho yeah idaho, yeah yeah they're they're putting together right now a, a ballot on a ballot right now to vote themselves off of, yep. uh, out of uh washington state and yeah part of, part of oregon too which you know which i don't know whether there's really anything that says that they no, they could. They absolutely can. Because it it'd be different if they were trying to form their own state like they were originally trying to do because that would require federal government approval. But to just switch states. You think we <laughs> be could annexed into a different state? You think we could annex Island Royale? Annex it from where? <laughs> Well, I mean, part of it is part of it. Part of it's owned by Michigan, and the other part of it's owned by Canada. You think we could no, just annex? No, it, it's all that's all Michigan. Show me <laughs> on a map where it's pull where... that sh- pull that shit up right now. Go to go into fucking Google Maps and pull that shit up right now. It is clearly over the border. <laughs> <laughs> No, it is not. Motherfucker, I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking I'm looking at Wait, an this is a, right now. This is the Gulf Shores. Hold on. What the <laughs> fuck is Google Maps doing to me here? I think it's because it's called Isle Royale, right? Uh Isle yeah. Isle Royale. Isle Royale. Nope. Yeah, this map right here has the border going. Which one was I looking at the other day? Probably a almost a mile past the coast. Yeah, probably. Anyways, we should probably take that over anyways. <laughs> it's got a good moose population. Plenty of fresh water. Plenty of fresh water. <laughs> I mean I mean my fam my fame is gonna freeze to death because they've never experienced cold like that before, but <laughs> they'll be all right. They'll be okay after the first year. They'll be they'll be <laughs> yeah it is actually oh it is almost 10 miles miles yeah 10 miles from the border yeah i'm looking at it right now i swear to god i looked at it the other day and a portion of it crossed over the border but i mean it is i was talking to somebody at work about it because we were talking about moose it, it's funny because it is a four-hour boat ride from anywhere in the united states to get Yep. And they don't, well, actually, I think they do hit, I think they have a small uh, 
yeah they've got a very small like bush plane landing strip yeah. and that's about it and I, um I, the I, island itself isn't huge yeah i mean it it is compared to a lot of the other islands the yeah other lakes, but i mean it um i'm trying to think if it's bigger than mackinac you know it's much bigger than mackinac okay yeah, it's it's. I mean, I, it's the biggest island in the in the Great Lakes. Because Mackinac is only like what five five square miles, maybe if that. Not Mackinac is bigger than that. Because um, uh, what is it? Bois Blanc Island, just outside of Mackinac, is still a fraction of still a fraction of what Island Royale is. Um, Beaver Island is yeah. not anywhere close to being as large as uh, Isle Royale is. I'm going to look it up now and see how big it is. <laughs> but, yeah, it, just just know everybody that... 206.7 square miles. Mackinac is only 3.7 square miles. Maybe I had too much to drink last night. It's possible. I got. I haven't been to Island Royale, and I've ne- I've never been to Island Royale. I've I've always wanted to, but the the four hour boat ride over because the the bush plane uh, runway is only for I believe only for um government. Yeah, it's for uh, DNR. Yeah, because there is no private property on. It's yeah, it's a state park. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I don't really have anything else. Do we have anything? Yeah, do I? No, chat's pretty dead. I think it's just me and Amber left in there. Okay. Fair enough. Well, until uh, next week, uh, make sure to follow us on um, your podcatcher of choice, uh, Fountain FM. Fountain FM is what I recommend. Um, also, uh, make sure to follow us on social media and join our Discord, especially. And you can chime in in our Discord at any time and bug us and we'll bug you. And I know John's always on there um, taking uh, lewd pictures of himself and posting it all over our Discord. So if you want to see, yeah. if, if you want to see what John has to offer on his OnlyFans, <laughs> don't tempt me <laughs> notice he did not deny that he has an only fans <laughs> he look close enough you can see it in a reflection on his glasses <laughs> let's blow that <laughs> but uh make sure to uh join our discord because we're always on there hanging out uh and until next week uh this is luke i'm dave i'm john and keep your powder dry thank you everyone good night not everybody